this is Bleeker. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? Good. good. Doing good. Um, spooky vibes in our house right now. We, well, Jake, Jake put up decorations the other day, and yeah, just chilling, cozy. <laughs> yeah, I'm digging it. Like it feels like October. Like yeah. September just ended so like briefly, and now it's only October. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's nice to finally meet you guys. Well, not really in person. I mean, with COVID or anything like that. So, but it's nice to meet you guys through a virtual space. You know, nice. To, well. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. I was like, have you guys kind of like adapted to everything that's been going around with like COVID? Um, I mean, I'm kind of in a fortunate position where uh, most of my stuff is at home now. Um, so I'm not having to really go out and brave the world with everything going on, but yeah, I have to like, I have to, I work in the mall. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. That's like awful. Um, and like it's it's in Hoover too. So that's just brilliant. (laughs) Um, and like, yeah, constantly have to deal with like just people like <laughs> i don't know being dicks and shit about it and it's ridiculous but you know it is what it is <laughs> yeah and i guess like more band wise um with covid going on we've kind of just tried to do everything online uh i guess like we've done a few live streams online um we've uh I don't know, just upped our game, I guess, social media wise in some ways. Um, And yeah, we're not playing shows or anything right now at all. Um, But, you know, we're hoping that it's sooner than later when we're (laughs) able to go out and play shows again um, safely and everything. But yeah, as people and as a band, (laughs) that's pretty (laughs) much how we've adapted with COVID. When was the last time you had like an actual like in-person show? Was it like in March or so? Yeah, it was March 13th, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was our EP release show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you guys like playing a tour after the EP release show too? And then it kind of just like... <laughs> yeah, actually, we were supposed to play at South by Southwest. Oh, shit. Um, this year, yeah. And... um as soon as everything, I mean, as soon as South by got canceled, literally everything yeah. just started canceling, and we had like a whole tour going to South by that got canceled, and like it was just very surreal when it was happening, I guess, and right. very scary, honestly. It's terrifying. God. Um, so I guess, and I've heard you guys talk about your like the kind of genre you guys were in before, and I think you kind of said genre neutral. But I think your description on like Spotify is the best fucking description. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the rugged, degenerate, uh, punch your racist uncle, cop shaming brain. <laughs> is that an accurate description? Yes. Yeah. It's so so fresh. We wrote that like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you got to see that. <laughs> I think it's fucking great. Um, so, like, how did you guys, I guess, talk about how did you guys form as a band? What was the origin uh, story? Um, Jake and I have known each other since middle school. So we've been playing music together since then, essentially. Um, 
and we've been in previous bands before um but none of them really worked out just because of member changes and just stuff yeah. like that um <laughs> And then there was one summer where I was away for an internship and Jake was still here in Birmingham and I just asked him, asked them basically, uh, you know, do you want to start a two piece band together? <laughs> really? Uh, and then they were like, yeah, for sure. And then from there, Bleaker's just kind of been a thing. Um, we, when we started it, we really wanted it to be, just a great outlet and a fun outlet and mm. not take it so seriously um and just try and say yes to everything we can and it seemed to work pretty well for us <laughs> honestly <laughs> like it's it's been great but that's pretty much how we formed um just asking each other and right. stuff i guess <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool i was like uh, like i was just kind of like writing like whatever you know i was just like playing with like right recording and shit like that during like the summer and it was it was really neat because like i feel like we both had our own like um musical awakening uh like separately and then once we like got to like reconnect and play music together again it just felt like really natural and cool mm -hmm. so what you guys kind of like listening to to kind of like i guess you said it's kind of inspired that like musical awakening was it like similar influences, like similar music you're listening to, or just two completely different things? Um, at the time, I don't know what were you listening to I don't really at that remember. time. That was like 2018. Yeah. So I was like listening to. I was probably listening to like Soundgarden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I honestly, I guess at that time too, like our musical, because we were when we first started, we were writing pretty like you know, grungy riffs right. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and like really, I, without mentioning it, we're kind of just played music like that, I guess. Um, and yeah, so I guess we were both listening to that kind of music yeah. at the same time. Plus, I don't know, just like other random things here or there. But yeah, yeah it's definitely changed though since we our music taste now is so much different <laughs> than then which is cool um yeah I, yeah <laughs> so what is it that you guys really like i guess enjoy about like being a two-piece band kind of like the because there's certain two pieces like there's kind of like limitations on it but i feel like you guys have a really full sound with being a two-piece yeah i uh i think it's just like I don't know. It's just, it just made sense for us, I guess, um, because we already knew how, we already knew each other's style, you know what I mean? And like how to like play music, like in a, like in a, you know, a good way and stuff. And um, we already had that connection and like, it just made sense. And I don't know. I thought it was, it, it's cool. Cause like, it's kind of like an experiment, you know what I mean? Like we like really sat down to like make sure the sound we were coming out with was like, like full and shit and like just was tight, you know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and like Jake said, I think we had 
I, I don't know. I think we both had the same outcome sound wise that we knew we wanted to get out of it while also having those limitations of being a two piece. And like Jake said, again, like just experimenting with trying different things, whether it's with the drum set or with my guitar um, set up. Um, we've kind of found what makes us sound full, but also, you know, still captures that two piece vibe. Right. Yeah. Was there like any influences from like, I guess like any kind of like two piece, famous two piece bands, like, you know, Death From Above 1979 or like sort of bands kind of like that? Yeah. Um, honestly, when we formed, I was super heavy into looking up two piece bands like That's that. That's a good point, yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, just I guess for like just references to see what other bands that are two pieces are doing. And um, what's that one band called? 68? Yes. 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 Yeah, 68. I, I remember, remember 68 or 69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's bands talking about, yeah. 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 Um, I remember once we saw them open for a band. We saw them open for Bring Me the Horizon. That's yeah. That was, that was fucking crazy. And somebody somebody punched me in the face that night. And I... <laughs> <laughs> it was really fucking cool um and, but it was it was a bummer because like the the song that it happened to is house of wolves and i was like man like okay because and then i was bummed out because i like i didn't continue moshing because of my face hurt and like, <laughs> the next song was chelsea smile and i was so bummed out because i was just like why <laughs> just, just like watching the mosh pit from afar <laughs> just like <singing>. right <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, going back to the two-piece thing, yeah, that was a band that we heavily researched uh, when we started, and then, of course, kind of the White Stripes in some yeah. ways. And Local like, Age, I feel like, was a, yeah. was a big one, uh, like, for me, at least, and, oh my god, uh, <laughs> The Garden. <have> you <laughs> yeah, the, the Garden is interesting, and then... Um, uh royal blood yeah yeah so i guess in a sense we really especially when we started i know i really was looking into how they were doing things and like how especially with like guitar setup like running through a guitar amp and also like a bass cab and all that stuff um yeah i think now that we've done that and we figured out what works for us i don't necessarily go back and listen to those bands anymore just because i feel like i've worn myself out like <laughs> listening to those kind of <laughs> from them but um yeah definitely those bands have been inspirational in that sense of like hey like figuring ourselves out and shit yeah so do you like stuff. mainly use like one amp or like kind of like a two amp setup to kind of like make the sound really kind of thick and full yeah so right now i have a two amp setup um and i'm running kind of have like a, a switch box uh one one going into a bass amp one going into a guitar amp and really when the um when the bass amp comes on it's either just a song that's loud the entire way through or it's use for like a boost volume and bass wise for choruses and just I don't know just playing with it a lot to try and make it sound as full as possible without sounding terrible <laughs> 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 <I guess. laughs> 
I'd also imagine like being a two piece is probably like touring is probably like a breeze because you can just probably just get in like any car and just do it. <laughs> the last tour we went on, we took Jake's Ford. What do you have? It's a Ford Fiesta. Oh, yeah. Ford Fiesta. <laughs> yeah, I know the worst mistake I ever made. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we managed. Um, we we had both amps at that point in time, didn't we? Yeah, we had everything. Oh my god, <laughs> that yeah. was the that was a fucking nightmare. But like, we did it. You know what I mean? And that's what matters. We went all the way down to Florida and yeah, yeah, Odessa, Georgia, fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Florida. Florida was actually sick. We uh, we this was like in December. And like, so it was, it wasn't, I don't remember it being freezing, but it was definitely not like hot and shit. Yeah. It was really nice weather. Yeah. But yeah, we went out to the beach. It was really dope. Yeah. So that was a fun day. We yeah. went to the beach when it was cold and raining and we got into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just normal people were looking at us like, what are these idiots doing in the ocean? It's freezing and <laughs> raining and stuff. But um, the show there was, the show was fun as well. Um, we played at a place called the Hardback Cafe, and we met, honestly, someone now that's like a really good connection for us in Florida. Um, yeah. And just like the scene in general. But we went to Gainesville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was Gainesville, and then. Uh, Gainesville was sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Florida was cool. I, I know the scene down there is really big and really popular as well. The DIY scene, at least. Um, like Galjaway is from Florida. And Galjaway is six far. Yeah. Guilt. Guilt. Um, there's a band that's in Birmingham now called Insignificant Other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're originally from Florida as well. Oh my God. But it was fun. Yeah. Nice. I feel like with such being in such like a big place, like. You could like just do an entire run of Florida and not even like have to like do any other states. Right. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. Kind of same thing with Texas too. Yeah. I I'm I'm looking forward to the day when we can go to Texas. Because yeah, <laughs> sure. it didn't happen this year. But yeah. um hopefully soon it happens because yeah. It's a bummer too, because when we were planning on going to South by Southwest. Um, I think we were all very excited to try In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there is one in Austin. Yeah, and um, since quarantines happened, we've all become vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're not going to have that opportunity. <laughs> right. But, I mean, yeah. I feel like In-N-Out, like being in California, you feel like they like have vegetarian options. Like how popular like being the vegan is in California. You think like they'd try to make that happen. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe by then they'll have a, I don't even know if they do or not, but maybe by then they'll have a veggie burger at In-N-Out that we can try. (laughs) But until then. (laughs) So like, where did the name Bleaker come from exactly? Um, So Bleaker, it's really funny. So my internship that I was talking about um, previously, like with the formation of our band was in New York. Mm -hmm. And there's a street uh, in New York called Bleaker Street. Bleaker Street. And, um, <laughs> a really cool street where I don't know. It's just a really cool area of New York and there's a really good pizza parlor there and they have good pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um 
so that's where the name comes from. It's not spelled the same as Bleecker Street in New York because um, there's already a band out there. Yeah, um, the right would come out. Right. Yeah, so we added the A to be edgy. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like sad Bleecker. Right. <laughs> it worked out, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's where Bleecker comes from. Just it's, it's just a street. <laughs> So like when speaking about like the fullness of your guys' band, um, like how, Jake, you like primarily handle like kind of all the recording kind of stuff with the band? Yeah, um, I like, ooh, <laughs> sorry, my brain died. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, have been doing that and it's really cool this time. Um, we managed to afford a like audio box like a USB audio box so that I can record all of my drum kit. Uh, Cause originally what I was doing was doing like one mic on the drum kit. Yeah. That was ridiculously hard mm -hmm. to do anything with it. I had to like sit there like, cause I had to remix the entire album. Like for Stargazer, I remixed it. I, um, cause like the first time I did it, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and so then like, I, I made so high pitch. It was like squealing in my ears. It was ridiculous. And then I uploaded a better version of it, um, figured it out. <laughs> but uh, this time I have more microphones. And so I have mic'd the kit up and we've already recorded um, four, or at least I've recorded all the drums for like four of the songs. And we've got two of the songs, guitar tracks pretty much done. This is for the new record, this by the way. This is for the new record. Um, we're going to be putting out like a handful of demos before we release the record. Yeah. And that's like, that's that's our recording right now. Yeah. And that one's really cool too, because it's like for the, um, for the guitar setup, I have it where like, and Emily's helping me out with recording now too, which is really fucking sick. Because we have like, we have it to where we can just like display our laptop. And I can just like sit there and like tweak the mix and then like hand over the laptop to Emily and she can like do her thing. Tweak or it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's super mm -hmm. fucking. It's like, which, got, yeah, sorry. But <laughs> no, you're good. Which uh, DAW do you like primarily like use to like record all the stuff? Um, Logic. Logic Pro. Yeah. That's my, that's my main thing. <laughs> so like, did. So I guess like how like how did like how long did like Stargazer like like kind of like take the record because you guys called like a mini LP and I was like it's got nine tracks it's like a, it's a regular yeah. album. <laughs> uh, we procrastinated <laughs> <laughs> uh, with is crazy <laughs> with that, the timing of that record because I think we were just really trying to put something out yeah. that was like more than the three songs that mm -hmm. had on the ep we first release um because we were very antsy about you know putting out a record and then also going on tour so we could with the record yeah yeah um so it's like 2019 the beginning of it i we probably started in march or april um <laughs> honestly probably april <laughs> like we recorded the whole record in like i don't know a week <laughs> yeah. or something it felt i don't even remember because well, like what happened was like we had been recording since like like earlier in the year yeah but then it was like <laughs> it was just like so many like 
errors and shit like that slash probably just overthinking you yeah. know what i mean but like, <laughs> was, honestly we were in our own way of right. trying to get that record done yeah. um but yeah the the record that you hear now probably we probably recorded it in like a week or that something. one we recorded in a week because yeah. I, I remember we decided that like something was weird weird with like the uh you couldn't hear like all of the kit it was just the one mic so i had to like reposition it in some way and yeah. <laughs> it was like but yeah we like got it in like a week it was fucking insane and then like like mixing it i think i had to mix it in like three days or something three days <laughs> Yeah, we literally pushed the time. I, like, I don't know so why hard. we did. Was it a deadline or anything? Was it just like? It was like we had, we did, we had this really bad thing we used to do where we used to set a date, announce it to people, right. and oh, then they expect. <laughs> yeah, and then we get closer to the date and we're like, hey, we haven't done this yet. For real. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 just us putting pressure on ourselves i guess at the end of the day but yeah (laughs) i feel like we've managed it so much better this time around though yeah because like we decided we wanted to do a new record at Mm -hmm. like way back in in the beginning of the year and then we went ahead and started writing music and like since then we've been just kind of playing around with like a, a bunch of songs and shit and like we have like a solid foundation of what we're doing and then we were like okay cool we want to release stuff in october and like i got all the drums recorded and now we're just like knocking the guitars out i don't know it's just going smoothly i'm super stoked yeah a lot better time management this yeah. time <laughs> i feel like i like know what i'm doing too now you know what i mean with like yeah because <laughs> like yeah honestly too like when both of us record we know what to expect now and we go downstairs to like record in our band room and um that makes it so much easier like just having the knowledge of where the sweet spot is on like my amps or like the sweet spot for jake's kit and like like jake mentioned having more microphones on um, their kit and just like yeah do you think like because like the first album it was kind of just a thing of just like trying to just record it and like get it done but what now with like this new one because like you've kind of set a timeline you kind of know what you kind of want from it you can just kind of get your own time just explore you know and just try out different things and see how it sounds yeah oh for sure for sure um yeah yeah we're really letting things ferment in our melons <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, and just like making sure that it's what we want. <laughs> yeah, so. um, which has been very nice, and just I feel like we're creating better things because of it. Honestly, um, honestly, too, like I am kind of shocked with like the outcome of how Stargazer went. Like I wasn't expecting people to really listen or I buy know, right? it, yeah. and then people started buying it and started like i don't know liking us yeah. <laughs> and from there it's just i don't know it makes me more excited to release stuff now because i'm like oh my god there's people that like us <laughs> yeah. it, it's cool too because i don't think people are gonna expect like what we're releasing they might i don't know it's really fast and i'm i'm so stoked <laughs> right no. i really i listened to the album uh, earlier today and i was just like when it got to a. Uh, interlude i was like what just happened <laughs> what was i just listening to what the fuck happened 
<laughs> yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and also, like, I'm just, like, I really, it's really kind of cool because you guys did that Cure cover, which is really badass, too. That yeah. That is the most surprising thing to me, too. Like, I... <laughs> Anytime I think when bands release covers, mm-hmm. or at least I feel this way, you're always kind of nervous because uh, yeah. you're like, oh my God, are people going to roast me for <laughs> <Yeah>. damn <laughs> favorite song or something? Mm-hmm. And um, I was very worried about that because it's like The Cure. I, I personally love The Cure so much. The Cure that, is so fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> they're one of those bands, you know? Um, bold of us to do that, honestly. It was very bold of us <laughs> and to put it on an album. Yeah, <laughs> um, but going from that, like people have told us that they really, really love it. Some people have said too that they prefer it over the Cure's version, which is crazy. crazy. Um, I, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe it when they say it necessarily, but <laughs> um, but it, uh, it's very flattering. Like nobody's told us to our face yet that it sucks. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was. I think too, like we were very confused on how to approach uh, covering that song. Mm-hmm. And then one day Jake was just like, why don't we just play it like a bleaker song or something? And then it just all fell together and it was really cool. Right. Um, but yeah, that that was fun. We want to do a Fugazi cover next. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask if like the new record is going to have like a cover like like Fugazi or something like Bikini Kill, you know, something like that. Oh, Bikini Kill would be fun, too. That'd I feel really like cool. that'd be, like, a, a no-brainer, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it'd still be fun. Yeah. Carnival? Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Send that to Kathleen. Dude, you should do Playground. Yeah. Playground you guys actually saw Bikini Kill. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. And it was amazing. Uh Cannot believe that actually happened. And then Joan came out on stage too that night, which is really <laughs> weird and yeah. cool. Um, yeah, we saw them in Brooklyn uh, when we were on tour last summer, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was a phenomenal night. <laughs> you guys like in the front row or kind of like towards the back? Mm. Like... Yeah. yeah, we were at the barricade. I. <laughs> the barricade. <laughs> Yeah, we got so lucky. It was in like King's Theater, which was very fancy and mm-hmm. honestly kind of shocked that they played there because it was like yeah, seating no. and stuff. Um, it was it was really cool because like I feel like before they rebanded, the dialogue of Bikini Kill was, oh, I saw them play at this dive bar back yeah. in like 96 or some shit like that. But like now they're playing like what the Red Rocks and mm-hmm. wherever and the King's Theater. I'm just so proud because it's like, oh, like you deserve it <laughs> so much. They're such an iconic band. Right. And do you remember the guy that got like knocked out or some shit like that in the pit? Because um, he he groped a girl or some shit like that, and he like yes, got choked dude, out and shit. Yeah, I, yeah, there, yeah, there was a a really you tell the story like i fucking like i all i remember i look back and there's like a pit but it's like not like a pit it's like a pit of people beating up this fucking dude who like, harassed <laughs> this girl it was like what the fuck at a bikini kill show <laughs> was, yeah you know what i mean yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> i just remember like 
because they were playing a song that I was super into and I was like screaming at them and then I just remembered something kicked my ankle and I was like cool uh and I turned around and then this dude was just in a headlock (laughs) (laughs) getting like drug out of the pit (laughs) and it was it was fun (laughs) (laughs) that was a great one Oh, and our friend Abby. <laughs> oh my gosh, you remember? Oh, yeah. That was so funny. She yelled, what did she say? She was like, um, I love you, mom, to Kathleen. And Kathleen was like, I'm not your fucking mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like, but Kathleen meant it in like a, I'm it was, not it was your like mom. A funny, like, yeah. It was like a funny, just like, me. Like, kind of me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like that. And then like, on Twitter, the next day people were roasting <laughs> our friend for doing that because like the video of abby screaming i love you mom i guess went viral so to say on twitter and then people were like wow i wish people would just really respect kathleen Hanna for who she is or yeah. something like that and it was just it was hilarious <laughs> that's gotta be surreal as fuck yeah it's yeah, it crazy <laughs> oh and then we met erica lyle at a bookstore the next day it was so fucking crazy. Yeah, Eric Lyle, their current guitarist in that band. Um, I don't even know how that happened. It was just luck, a lucky day. Like we went to the Strand bookstore in New York. Um, we we're just there browsing around, and then Abby, our friend Abby, that yelled at Kathleen <laughs> Hanna the night before. <laughs> like, like I don't know how it happened, but I just remember Jake coming up to me in the middle of like a row of books being like yo erica lyle's <laughs> with abby and they're talking and i was just like okay <laughs> uh, but yeah that was fun <laughs> she's very very sweet <laughs> yes yeah so like one thing i really like about you guys is um i feel like with a lot of like punk rock um there's kind of like you know a history of kind of like being a voice for the voiceless you know like bands like the clash bad brains bikini kill kind of like that so do you think there's like it's kind of important as a punk band to kind of be a voice for the voiceless kind of, especially in these times, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think that's why I like being in this band because I just like being able to meet other people with the same mindset as us. And I like being able, I mean, people have told me before that our band has helped them feel more like they're in a community because we're very vocal about you know, LGBTQ plus rights and, um, you know, very, 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 very into uh, just accepting people for who they are and very into equality for all. And just like we, I don't know. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I I, I enjoy being a punk band for that reason, because it's like not only are we able to talk about things that we think are important um we're also able to meet people and be a community with people that also think those things are important and honestly that's that is very powerful in itself yeah and it's nice so like what are you guys like kind of who are you guys listening to right now as far as music goes I uh, (laughs) I've been listening to um, Gulch. I've been into like hardcore, Mm -hmm. and then I've also been really into jazz rap recently. (laughs) Also, 
two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's super weird. I've been listening to like Gulch and then I'll go and like listen to like Diggable Planets and, <laughs> and then like Anderson Pack and then like uh, Turnstile and Gloss and uh, Bad Brains recently, Black Dots. They just put Black Dots on Spotify, which is fucking sick. Um, I've been jamming the fuck out to that shit. Um, yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Cherry Glazer and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, honestly, the last thing I listened to on my Spotify was the new Idols record. Oh, yeah. Um, which is very good. Um, I'm really digging Bully's new record that they put out in August. Um, still jamming that soccer mommy that came out <laughs> earlier one. in the year. Uh, I don't know. Phoebe Bridgers came out with the record mm-hmm. that is amazing. Um, and like Jake too, Jake's been super into hardcore, which has rubbed off to me in some ways. <laughs> so I've been listening to a band called Torso a lot recently. Yes, they are fucking amazing. <laughs> they're sick. Um, Turnstile, obviously love them. Um, and then, you know, the classics like Mannequin Pussy and all that stuff. Love listening to them. I don't know. Yeah. The Beths. <laughs> yeah. So you see what the hardcore influence can we expect like some like double bass drum and like fucking like eight string guitars, the new album. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, it's I, I would I would compare it to like ceremony or like um, armor um, or like gloss kind of even like mm-hmm. that kind of hardcore. You know what I mean? Um, more in like the punk or punk spectrum. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, super stoked. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of influence for that. Um, on the record, which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when do you think the record's going to come out? These these are the last time you guys set a release date, and you kind of kind of went past it. Do you kind of just like have a general idea? Yeah, I think we're as of right now. I think we have the mindset to try and put it out late spring, early summer of next year. I think um, we're really trying to be optimistic and think that shows might be back by then to where we could possibly tour with the album but who knows what that's gonna look like um but as of right now i think that's our range of where we want to go with it and release it right and then uh we're releasing a demo of one of the tracks on the record on halloween this year and i think we're gonna make like a really fun music video for it as well to put out on the same day and possibly do a a thing of merch, like a really limited t-shirt thing possibly. And as of right now, yeah, that's where we're we're at. We're going to, we're moving to Nashville um, soon. um, And we're going to start recording, not the demos, like the actual record itself once we move and, get all situated there and you know get our vibes in our new practice space or whatever that'll look like um so yeah that's our game plan right now with the record and just any releases so like why to move to nashville well um (laughs) i I think the um 
I think we're just ready for a change, honestly. We've been, I'm about to graduate school uh, at UAB in December. And uh, I don't know, it just feels like time to move. We have friends in Nashville and Nashville's got a really great music scene up there. And we just want to get out of Birmingham for a while. Yeah. Then, yeah, just kind of get out of Alabama. I like, just I'm ready to see the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Start just going to another, you know, branching off and right. <laughs> adventuring, you know? <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, like I said, Nashville just feels like the right place for us at the moment because we've got friends up there and uh, the music scene already. And then um, it's like getting away from our comfort zone without having to take too big of a plunge, I guess, at the time, for the time being. Yeah. Do you think, like, are you guys really, like, kind of, the kind of, I think really, like, the punk rock scene and, like, for for the last couple years has kind of, like, really come back in the focus. You kind of, you guys really just kind of, like, I guess really, like, appreciate the kind of DIY punk scene that's kind of happened, I guess, at least kind of resurgence in, like, the United States. Yes, and... If I'm being honest, I think it's because of bands like Idols and stuff like that who have blown up in the past two years. Um, Like, I think that's caused a bigger shift for punk music over here as well, which is really cool. At least that's what I think. It's always been there, honestly. I think it's just getting, you know, like kind of like you said, like a lot more attention and traction. And I think too, like the hardcore scene, now that I've really been able to research it, I think that's a bigger, that's also a big scene in DIY that's like blasting off right now. Yeah, it's really neat. And it makes a lot of sense that it does, that that, that, it, that is a thing that's happening with it because punk, I feel like the appeal to it is that, you are welcome, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as you are, whoever it is, like, it's freedom of expression, um, unless you're a fucking Nazi. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's just a hub for everybody to say what they fucking want to say. And I think that we really need that at, at this time, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I'm, yeah, I'm so fucking, like, tired of cops getting away with murder you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like that is a big um big thing on our fucking minds on this record um we have a song called pigs <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a song that flops if you know what i mean <laughs> it's, it's a flopper you know it's an mean? oinker <laughs> <laughs> yeah gosh um, but yeah that's a really good point. I think, uh, too, because of the monstrosity that is happening in our country right now. Um, I think fascism, fascism, <laughs> just not good people. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just like all that bullshit, like. I think punk music too, like within the DIY scene. And and I'm especially happy because, um, you know, a lot of like punk bands that don't just include white dudes (laughs) are now like getting the attention they deserve because, and I think too, like 
with everything happening, it has there's been more opportunity to call out bands who are full of racist and like um, I don't know, just get away with you know dating thirteen year olds and yeah, just stuff true. like that. I, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, where can like our view, kind of listeners here like find your guys' music? Um, everywhere. Uh, where I, I feel like the ma- the best place to go check it out is Spotify, uh, Bandcamp. Um, I th- we are on uh, Instagram is probably the best place to go for us because that's where we communicate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Social media wise, we're we have a Twitter, but we don't we use it. We're trying to get better at it. Kind of shit posting on it. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> um, yeah but instagram is primary like our our primary use of social media and how we usually talk to people um and then like jake said we're on spotify we made playlists the other night (laughs) um for anyone that comes to our spotify page it's like a there's a chill playlist and there's also like a aggro playlist um and yeah spotify is and Apple Music too, and Bandcamp, and uh, I don't know wherever else DistroKid uh, has put our music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the subscription puts us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really want to thank you guys for coming on here and being the first guests. And um, I really dig your guys' music, and can't wait to see what you guys do in Nashville. Well, thank you, thank, thank you, you so for talking to us and having an interest in us in general. That's very. It's very cool, and uh, I'm glad that music is what has brought us together here for this talk. Yes. (laughs) No problem.